Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The suspension came at an interesting time, and it really made a difference depending on where your team stood in the standings. This is the Believe in Trailblazers show. The Portland Trailblazers have won the World Championship. On Believe Podcast Network. Boom, chakalaka! Portland's number one sports podcast network. Now, the Blazers win in four overtime, 140 to 137. Here's your host, Jordan Schultz. Still no word from the NBA about a possible restart to the season. With each week that passes during the coronavirus pandemic, the realistic possibility of a season happening without causing serious implications on future seasons, that gets smaller and smaller. That clip at the beginning of the podcast was Steve Kerr, head coach of the Golden State Warriors, talking about where different teams were in the playoff race when the league stopped, when the NBA suspended play back on March 11th. Uh, The Warriors, they were dealing with a ton of injuries. Of course, he is the head coach of the Warriors, so they're dealing with a ton of injuries and at the bottom of the barrel. So what is the point in Steve Kerr's mind for hoping that more games are played? Uh, his comments about the offseason and his team got me thinking about the Blazers. Is it time for Portland to do the same? Is it time for them to officially close the book on 2019-2020 and focus on the offseason and the future? Jordan Schultz sitting in with you for episode 17 of Believe in Trailblazers on the Believe Podcast Network. Believe is Portland's number one sports podcast network. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you have any burning questions about Rip City you want answered on the show, hit me up on Twitter, on the air Jordan with an O. This show available wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. So the big news coming from the NBA this week? Nothing. Crickets. That's right. There hasn't been any movement on the possible restart of the NBA season getting the playoffs going or anything happening, uh, even regarding opening team practice facilities. Uh, Well, okay, there was a little bit of announcement. It's not like they are open. A little bit of an announcement uh, coming out this week. The NBA said that May 8th would be the earliest. It would allow limited workouts at team facilities in select cities. When those facilities reopen, the rules will be strict. And the May 8 date is far from firm, the NBA said, warning teams that it may push this timing back if developments warrant. All right, it's understandable. This is going to take a long time to get back to normal from the coronavirus pandemic, a long time uh, to get sports going again. But, But I'm still frustrated. It's understandable, but I am still frustrated. The NBA has obviously taken this pandemic seriously. And they were very quick to shut down when they discovered they had a patient zero in Utah Jazz Center, Rudy Gobert. But the seriousness of the situation has forced everyone involved, executives, players, uh, everybody in the NBA, all the fans, as well as the employees waiting to go back and work in the arenas. Everybody is getting ready to do a lot of waiting, basically. Sit down, get ready, and wait. We're hearing uh, about Major League Baseball throwing some ideas out there, getting started while 
limiting play to three specific areas of the country. But but MLB, they're in a bit of a different situation. Major League Baseball, and by the way, that plan, I don't want to get it too far into detail. It would entail uh, three divisions that would be reworked specifically by geographic location, and Major League Baseball would be looking at starting the season of 100 games in Arizona, Texas, and in Florida. A lot of facilities in those three states, so that would be uh, why they're starting there. And then later in the season, as uh, restrictions get lifted around the country, you might see teams getting to play without fans, mind you, without fans back at their home stadiums. Just imagine T-Mobile Park, uh, the Mariners playing for an empty T-Mobile Park. That just would be insane. Uh, but that is the conversation going on as far as Major League Baseball goes. But with the NBA, it's a whole different ball game, and they're in a different situation. The NBA is trying to just get the playoffs in, get a championship in. Major League Baseball, they're trying to play their entire season, and or at least what they can. And the NBA almost completed its season when the COVID shutdown happened. And so it's important to, for every team in MLB to get going. There's, there's a huge situation difference here. The NBA could resume with just over half of its teams. You've got 32 teams in Major League Baseball and in the NBA, or excuse me, 30 teams in Major League Baseball in the NBA. You've got 30 teams. Well, guess what? They were close to the end of the season, so the 16 in the playoffs could start playing with the other 14 kind of just getting into the offseason early. So this is where the conversation about resuming basketball gets really interesting. Those teams that could just kind of act like it's the offseason, like the Suns or the Warriors, they don't have anything to play for in the Western Conference, thus have nothing to gain by coming back and playing 15 games. So the risk of injury added to that, in my mind, at full speed, after taking such an unexpected amount of time off, I, I think that's an issue too, especially for the Portland Trailblazers, who already were dealing with a bunch of injuries this year. So the main question on this week's podcast is simple. Should the Portland Trailblazers mentally close the book on 2019-2020 and start looking forward? Warriors head coach Steve Kerr was on a conference call with University of San Francisco alum talking uh, just about the coronavirus crisis and talking about his team. And here's what he said about where his head is at. It really got me thinking. Take a listen to Warriors coach and former Blazers, Steve Kerr. It's different for us because, you know, we were down to 17 games, but we were out of the playoffs. And it feels like the end of the season for our team. It's just, and it just does. And we don't know anything officially. Uh, there's still a chance the league could ask us to come back and, uh, and play some games. But given what we went through this season with all the injuries and the, the tough, uh, tough record, uh, it's been more of the case of, you know, we're staying in touch with guys, but everybody is just sort of assuming that, you know, this is this is kind of it. We're not going to be involved much anymore. All right, so that's uh, Warriors head coach Steve Kerr. That's a pretty cut and dry thought process, and in my opinion, a very logical mindset for Steve to have. What is the point of trying to play if you're the Warriors? They still don't have Clay Thompson. He's not back till next season. Steph Curry. He had just come back before the coronavirus suspension, maybe played, what, a game or two? Maybe a, a handful? And on top of that, Golden State is the worst team in the West. Steve is a basketball lifer and a smart dude. I think he is one of the only guys that I know of to hold every single position, executive, 
coach, and by executive, I mean actual GM, player, coach, GM, and announcer for a pretty big network in TNT when he was doing a color analyst uh, work at the time. Just unbelievable basketball mind that Steve Kerr is. So I know that he's thinking about this not only you know from a basketball perspective, but from a human perspective. Smart people don't waste time thinking about what they can't change. So the best thing for his organization to do, the Warriors, is to look forward. Now, as sad as I am about the possibility of LeBron James maybe not being able to win his first title as a Laker, or at least go for it, there are much bigger issues going on in the NBA this year and a lot of teams that have to fix things for next year, the Portland Trailblazers being one of them. They had huge issues this year. Lost Rodney Hood, Zach Collins, Scalabissier to injury, dealt with terrible production from Kent Bazemore as well as Anthony Simons, who was supposed to take a leap up and kind of be that backup point guard for Portland, never really ended up happening. So could this situation caused by COVID-19 end up being a blessing for the Portland Trailblazers? I truly think it is. On March 12th, the day after the NBA season was suspended, a great stats and numbers site, it's 538.com. I've referenced them a couple of other times here on Believe in Trailblazers. 538.com gave the Blazers a 14% chance, 14% chance to make the playoffs. That was the day after the NBA season was suspended. Uh, so 14%, that is almost a 1 in 7 chance, 1 in 7 odds. Are 1 in 7 odds good enough to worry about getting to the playoffs at this point? Is that enough for you? The Blazers were 29-37, and 37, three and a half games behind the Memphis Grizzlies for the eighth spot in the West. They had 16 games to go. And I'll admit it, Blazers fans, I have been caught up in that hopefulness all season that they could salvage something somehow. They were playing great at times. Of course, you saw lots of great flashes throughout the season. But ultimately, the Portland Trailblazers have been like a three-legged dog in a race against healthy dogs all year. Imagine, or imagine a horse race with a horse trying to run with three legs racing against totally healthy horses. That's what the Portland Trailblazers have been doing all year. But I admit, I have been caught up hoping that they're going to salvage the season, hoping that they can unseat Memphis for the eighth spot in the Western Conference, buying into the hype that, you know, a healthy Portland Trailblazers team, well, they could give the Lakers a lot of hell. And they could, and they would. Uh, That's not really the point, though. They're still running around on less than their opponents have. That's ultimately the point. The Blazers, to go back to my analogy, they've been a very good three-legged dog, but they are not running against three-legged dogs. They're running against healthy teams. And coming off a Western Conference Finals appearance, not even being able to make the playoffs, regardless of the reason, sucks. And, and as much as Yusuf Nurkic hates not playing, I, I actually believe that this could end up being a positive for him. So so in the situation that the Portland Trailblazers have been dealing with all season, why not take advantage of the time and just look forward? This extra healing time for Nurkic is going to be good, and I'm not really convinced that Zach Collins, uh, after hearing a rehab update from him. I think he was on uh, Trailblazers courtside this week or last. He was talking about how the rehab for his dislocated shoulder has been going. It's good, but I don't think Zach Collins would be ready to play 
even if the NBA didn't try to finish the season until like June. I just don't think that he'd be there in a hundred percent. I know I'd assumed that about a month or two ago. So that wouldn't even be a correct assumption. The Blazers even still, uh, if they did play the final 16 games, wouldn't have everybody on their roster, I think. Uh, so this doesn't sound like a smart idea. Does, does it sound smart for the Blazers to you fans? Or any other teams around the league with bad records just trying to rush a mini camp together just to play in the last 16 or 15 games just to finish the season, quote-unquote, officially? I'm not sure it's a great idea. How much longer can the NBA wait without canceling the season altogether? There's just so many unknowns, basketball fans. I I am super frustrated as a sports fan right now. I've got nothing to watch, but I truly believe that this situation can only end up helping the Portland Trailblazers. It's frustrating, but this is a good thing for them. You know, we're stuck in the middle of a pandemic right now, and I think that Neil O'Shea and Terry Stotts would be well-suited to use that time, focus their resources and efforts on making the team better for next season as opposed to just hoping for a scenario in which you could fight Memphis in whatever abbreviated season does happen. I think it's a great opportunity. Uh, For Portland, you get a bit longer than you normally do. You can sit back, you can examine the state of the Blazers roster and gear up for that multi-year run at an NBA title before well, the salary cap balloons up and C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard are both making right around $50 million each and adding complimentary players to that roster gets a lot harder. So, so take this time and gear up for a run at an NBA title. There were a lot of bright spots to build on this season. Of course, the play of Hassan Whiteside led the league in blocks. I think, in my opinion, just the best center of this season and actually looking at times like a true center in the NBA, which well has kind of become extinct in the last decade or so. So, so the playoff of Hassan Whiteside, a bright spot, Damian Lillard's 50 point week <laughs> was amazing in January. And then of course, bringing on Carmelo Anthony, freaking awesome. They should try and take some time to re-sign him. Trevor Ariza, see how he fits in next year. He was great. Uh, as soon as he got traded for Kent Bazemore from the Sacramento Kings, So they've got a lot of things to look at. Heck, Gary Trent also almost forgot Gary Trent Jr. He emerged as a legit NBA talent that could shoot the ball very well for Portland, could come off the bench whenever Terry Stotts needed him to do something, and he did it. So so they've got stuff to build on. On top of that, they've got great veteran pieces. Of course, we're talking about Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Ariza, those vets, and then Rodney Hood. When he is healthy, he is awesome. He was shooting near, I think it was a 45 or 50% clip. It was crazy, over 40% or something like that from three-point land uh, when he tore his Achilles. So, so the Blazers have a lot of good things to build on, a lot of young talent, a lot of vets, and then some of those younger guys like Nasir Little, Anthony Simons that still need to blossom around Damon C.J. So... I implore the Portland Trailblazers, take this time off, put together a plan, uh, go sign Danilo Gallinari or someone else like that that can be the big three-point shooter that the Portland Trailblazers need. So yes, Blazers fans, as sad as it is and as much of an anti-competitive mindset this seems like I'm having, I believe that the Portland Trailblazers would be doing the right thing by going forward as if it were already the offseason. Let's hope, for their sake, the NBA sees it that way, too, at least for the, the, their sake and the lower half of the league 
not in the playoffs. It would just be better if they could focus and act like it's the offseason going forward at this point. Okay, basketball fans, it's time for This Week in Blazers History, my favorite part of the podcast every single week. Uh, Last few weeks, we've been doing kind of some episodes that have basically been full of Blazers history, so that's why uh, it hasn't really happened as its own segment in the last few episodes of Believe in Trailblazers. There have just been episodes about Blazers history, but this week uh, wanted to take some time to acknowledge uh, a very cool rumor that has been going around well, for about four or five years now. And if you're new to the podcast, uh, This Week in Blazers History, it's where we take time to acknowledge a historical player or moment important to the team from around that week. Uh, this week in the news, got a really cool subject. Will a Jail Blazers documentary actually happen? That's right. We've been hearing about the possibility of this project happening for years. Will a Jailblazers documentary actually happen. How cool would it be to watch what happened during the Jailblazers era and actually get to see and hear it from their point of view, from the player's point of view? We know all the stories about the weed smoking in the yellow Hummer, you know, Damon and Rashid coming back from the Seattle Supersonics game, getting pulled over. Uh, Damon Stoudemire getting caught at the airport. He had weed in, in tinfoil there going through security. J.R. Ryder caught smoking weed in a lo- uh, Lake Oswego Park in a pop can. Just, you know, the stupid stories that we all remember. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's worse than that, too. Uh, Ruben Patterson, a rapist playing on the team. You had many things going on and a lot of problems in the locker rooms amongst guys as well that, People want to hear about to this day, and I think people want to hear that from their perspective. It would be so cool uh, to just hear from Rashid's mouth what he was thinking during the JL Blazers era. Everybody knows about the bad stuff, but we know how talented they were, too. They were talented enough almost to get to the NBA Finals in the year 2000, unless you you give up a 14-point lead to the Lakers in that Game 7, of course. I'll never stop being mad about that. But anyways, so the rumors about a Jailblazers documentary started back in 2016. Uh, It was a radio interview on 1080 The Fan, I believe, in Portland, Oregon. It was originally supposed to be a 30 for 30 program from ESPN. This documentary was. Uh, Damon, on the air in that interview with 1080, said that a documentary was in the works and would be produced by HBO. So then announced a bit later that year, that it would be a private project and not HBO. So at first you're hearing, hey, Jail Blazers documentary, and it's going to be a 30 for 30. Then you hear, well, not ESPN, HBO. Well, then not HBO, nobody. All right, so that's where we're at then. It was again discussed by the Portland media in 2017 after a tweet from the Blazers' official account showed a picture of Rashid Wallace and Bonzi Wells holding uh, one of those movie clappers, you know, those black and white movie clappers. Everybody's seen them. And so that kind of brought more conversation up a year later. Then two years after that, in 2019, Damon Stoudemire was asked uh, for an update on the project. This was on NBC Sports Northwest Rip City Radio 620. Here's what he said about a possible Blazers documentary back in 2019. Yeah, we're still working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. Yes, we are. We work, we're working on it. Um, but we, we, we're doing it right. Um, you know, we... We've uh, we've had some meetings with the league. Um, we're trying to get we're getting footage. We're doing everything right. We're getting the footage. We're getting the interviews. It's going to be done right. It's going to be done right. 
You know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be a, a biased documentary. It's going to be a both sides documentary. It's going to be players talking, media talking, coaches talking. It's, we're, we're, we're getting the whole gamut. Going to be done right. And, um, you know, I think people will enjoy it. So that was encouraging from Damon Stoudemire, uh, the update last year. But we haven't heard anything else regarding the project until now. Fans got another tease about the mysterious Jailblazers documentary this week, thanks to Rashid Wallace and Bonzi Wells again. This was from their new podcast, Let's Get Technical. Bonzi and I and Damon, we're going to come out with that Jailblazers documentary soon. So y'all just stay tuned for it, and a whole lot is going to be told. So y'all already heard about, you know, me, Bonzi, Damon, the whole little Jailblazers from the other people. So now you're going to hear from us. Yes, sir. Oh, so good to hear from Bonzi and Sheev. Their podcast is great. Go check it out. Once again, it's called Let's Get Technical. I think they just started a couple of months ago. Um, Let's Get Technical, obviously a title paying homage to their personas as NBA players. Rashid, he's still, to this day, and I, I don't think it'll ever be broken, he owns the record for most technical fouls in a season, 41 during the 2000-2001 season for the Blazers. Uh, the NBA since then has changed the rules now. After your 16th technical, you get suspended uh, for a game by the NBA. And every two technicals you get after that, you get suspended another game. <laughs> Rashid would have been suspended every other game under this new rule. Ah, so will we ever get to see this documentary like Sheed and Bonzi say? Honestly, I'm not sure. Maybe everyone's obsession with The Last Dance will cause whoever is behind the Blazers project to just get it done. We all love to watch controversy. We all love to watch history. And the story of the Jailblazers right from the horse's mouth is something we all need in our lives. At this point, though, it's been like that terrible parent, just a jerk of a parent. They always tell you, hey, we're going to go get ice cream tomorrow. Hey, we're going to go get ice cream tomorrow. But that day after tomorrow never comes. Like, well, we didn't do it yesterday. We didn't do it the day before you still said the next day you still said the next day so let's hope that this project doesn't turn out like that and it's just not this tease that we're forever given and never get fulfilled on let's cross our fingers and hope this documentary actually gets released soon blazers fans love it well that's a wrap on episode 11 of believe in trailblazers if you have any burning questions about the team you want answered hit me up on twitter on the air jordan with an o this show available wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Please, 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 please hit the download button and subscribe wherever you listen. You can also find the show at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. That's all for now, basketball fans. Stay healthy and please continue to wash those hands. I'm Jordan Schultz, and I'll talk to you next week. Rip City, baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.